0: You know, we're all going to die. I'm sorry. We're all going to die of laughter today. This is going to be a very funny episode. This has nothing to do with the coronavirus. My intro today has to do with the package that I received in the mail. It, it really made me take a step back and and just try to put world politics and life in perspective. There are certain things in this world that I've come to realize that for some bizarre reason, just we just cannot coexist on, right? Uh, politics, Republicans and Democrats, uh, regional disputes, Israelis and Palestinians, sports wars between fanatic fans of teams, right? We have like Yankees and Red Sox. But there is one thing based on this shipment today that I realize, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to piss a lot of people off out there, but there are... Is one thing that I realized today that I see no problem with members of the pipe smoking community being friendly with members of the cigar smoking community. I received a package today in the mail of some fine cigars that I like to enjoy, especially when I'm outside working in the yard, when I'm cutting the grass and then enjoying a whiskey afterwards. I like to sit out on my front porch with a a fine cigar as opposed to a pipe. If I'm working on my car in my garage, I prefer the pipe. But when I'm doing the lawn, I prefer the cigar. And I don't know what it is. It's it's this mental thing that I have. We're gonna get into that on the show um, as long as Brian doesn't blow a gasket. Stick with us. See you on the other side for another retro episode.
1: (laughs)
2: coming to you from the west cabin welcome to dice of pipes for the week of april 27th i'm brian hi chris
0: it's brian what hold on how are you yeah i'm great but why are you throwing your phone like that? let at?
2: me fucking tell you oh, it's been 30 hours i've had one hour of sleep one okay. one hour of sleep and then the wife decides that she wants to corral all the clan together and bring us on a hike and I use that with air quotes Mm -hmm. and she drives us oh you can sleep
0: on the way one hour
2: one hour of sleep
0: hold on you know why because sleep wasn't even at home it was in the car in the car so we drive to
2: Woodstock the most insufferable town on the face of the earth It is covered from corner to corner with a bunch of hippies weird arty
0: fuck Starting early. All right, so we're doing D&D rules uh, on the Dyson Pipes podcast. If you flub a word, fuck up a word. Find yourself in a roll-to-drink situation. Uh, On today's show, we're rolling a D20. Anything above a 10, Brian is saved. Brian is taking a healthy gulp. That was a seven.
2: It is covered from corner to corner in artsy-fartsy fucking...
0: Tell us how you really feel. What region of New York State do we find Woodstock in? Um, since you broke that down for me the other day? Where, where would we find that? in The, the Hudson Valley region. Oh, that's Hudson Valley. Not the central leather stocking community? No. Okay. Please continue. I'm sorry. So you're, so you're up in it's, Woodstock. It's
2: all museums and fine art and the upstate cinema where they show Casablanca and politically charged movies, man. We're above it all, man. You're a bunch of filthy fucking hippies, all of you, all of you, dirty hippies from from sea to shining sea mm. in this fucking town. There's a human statue, cause why not? It's Woodstock. There's a human statue.
1: Yes.
0: Of a. F- Mhm. You know, now I've never been to Woodstock, but good. It it, it it almost the way you're describing it reminds me of a lovely vacation I took once to uh, Sedona, Arizona. It was a great time. Is that when you had to cut someone's corn? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was part yeah. of it. Well, fuck that bitch. It has nothing to do with her. It was just the area of Sedona. It was actually it was very nice. It was very artsy. A lot of like yuppies out there. Yes.
2: Horrible human beings. But I, Lots I remember- of dreadlock wow. oil okay. dripping all over the streets, uh-huh. all willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. It's very slippery there from all the dreadlock oil and all the beard bomb.
0: A lot of people with dreads out there.
2: Yeah. Instead of beard bomb, I wish they would drop napalm. Just
0: fucking eliminate Woodstock from-, from New Nuke the, the whales, <laughs> man. No,
2: nuke your town. Wow. So we drive through this mm-hmm. wretched, wretched society, which, by the way, yeah. its only claim to fame was being the birthplace of the decline of our civilization. That's what Woodstock stands for, a bunch of freeloading, dirty hippies. But that's
0: not it. We start climbing an elevation. Oh, we're not even at the hike yet. No! <laughs> this, this is only your... Like, your survey of the area. Yes. You haven't even gotten out of the car. No. This is what's going through your head on your drive there. Yes. So this is what you're looking forward to getting into. And the blood pressure is just building. Uh, yes. Because you can't sleep. No. How, how do you sleep in the car with two children? I don't. I finally pulled
2: over and I was, I'm driving.
0: Who drove back, by the way? Me. Of course you did. You know how I know you drove back? Do you see where you parked your fucking car? I couldn't even get in your driveway. Well, no, that,
2: <laughs> that was because we're cleaning the... Uh, the French drains. Ah,
0: putting the kids to work again. Yes, well yes. done, well done. Okay,
2: uh, my son wanted a, a new T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> gotta earn that fucking. <laughs> gotta earn it, kid. <laughs> He's got to get a better memory because <laughs> last year he got paid fifty dollars. I was about to
0: say, I remember the hard <laughs> work that he put in. Yeah. This all he gets is a T-shirt. Yeah, I cleaned these drains and all I got was his lousy T-shirt. <laughs> Thanks for
2: coming. Which was probably printed in Woodstock. Oh boy. So now we get cl- there. We climb an elevation and we're going on this windy,
0: well, hold, treacherous hold, hold on. road. What's the What's the attraction there? Like, what are you going to see? I don't understand. Like, where are you fucking hiking? Overlook Mountain. It is the tallest mountain in the Catskill Mountains. This sounds terrible. Yes.
2: At the top of the Overlook Mountain is the Overlook Hotel, a hotel that was built in the 1800s. Isn't that where they filmed The Shining? Yes. I think that was the inspiration. There's some link there. I don't recall. But it was built in the 1800s. It burnt down three times.
0: That should tell you why
2: something. because God hates Woodstock. <laughs> That's why. God hates Woodstock. Okay. So <clears throat> we get to the tippity top of the this windy road that you would find in misery, mm. much like my life, misery. And then the hike begins. And I use the term hike very loosely uh, because it is a fucking death march. It is at a 45-degree angle. So picture a right angle. That's 90 degrees. Now go diagonally and cut that son of a bitch in half. That's 45 degrees. Now walk that for two and a
0: half miles wow. straight. I had no idea what 45-degree was until you I know that. you. Thank you for mansplaining. You're welcome. Thank
2: you. I have to manspread because I have <laughs> chafing on my balls.
0: <laughs> Manspe- Your balls are chafing. Yes. What are you wearing
2: right now? I am wearing pajamas. Oh, okay. pajama and no underwear. Good. Cuz I don't give a fuck. Good. So, we start marching up this death trap. Uh it it took us almost 3 hours. 3 hours yes, to make this fucking hike. Yes. Because I'm much older now from the last time I did it. Okay. Uh and I have lots of ailments now, like my old bum knee started acting up. Uh, I have blisters
0: on my feet. oh this is not good. no how's everybody else now handling this like' what's, not good no what, what's like the overall impression that the rest of the family has like are they excited because oh at, the, at when we started well at the beginning I would think everybody's kind of excited outside of you of course but
2: you know what I this is the fifth time the wife and I did the math. this is the fifth time I've been on this mountain and you would think after five occasions right, I would realize how fucking bad it is. It's your is six memory, miles. So
0: you've spent 30 miles on this fucking mountain. Yes.
2: But your mind's eye cannot possibly recreate how fucking
0: terrible this mountain is. Maybe you should make a daily reminder in your calendar on your iPhone yes. of how bad it is. So I, that way, like in the future, when somebody gets the idea to go back there, you could just look down at your phone, an alarm goes off. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Don't go.
2: Like, it's not even a switchback trail, like where it goes up gently, and then loops back around. Right. No, it, it goes is- a spiral up the mountain. Yeah, fuck that.
0: A spiral. So now it's it's you, the wifey, two children in tow. Yes. So at like the th- first
2: 10 minutes, everybody's all a lot I'm of showing, singing. Yes, I'm showing Christian birch trees and teaching them about the bark. Mm. And we're looking at like little streams flowing. A chipmunk, a cute little chipmunk danced lazily onto a branch, just staring at us with nuts in his mouth. Cutest thing ever. Ten minutes in. Can we take a break? Ten minutes. The colonel running this operation. No. Let's go. Mm -hmm. So I would do this thing because obviously I'm very tall. I have a longer stride than the children. So I would purposely get far ahead of them and then stop so I could take micro breaks. (laughs) Now, would you break snacks out? Not until the top, because I was afraid I was going to throw up. Like, I started getting dizzy towards the end. Why would you have thrown I up? I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Why? Because I'm old and and out of shape and injured and
0: fucking angry. I I haven't had a glass of water in like three days. And here you are, parched, fucking devoid of any sleep. Because I, I don't believe that you slept an hour in the car. I, I find that to be very impossible. You... It, it, you're right. It was probably like forty-five minutes, right? Because if it took an hour to get up there, and you have two kids in the back, I'm sure they weren't remaining quiet. I'm sure the radio wasn't off, and obviously, you ended up driving at some point during this thing. So you had very broken sleep. Yes, no rest whatsoever. No, you're you're completely dehydrated. And today was, for I guess, comparative to other days, like it's been fairly warm here. Yes, right. It was in the sixties today. Yeah. So, so this was this was probably the day that would have required you to have some sort of, some level of, like, proper nutrition. But I'm sure you had a healthy breakfast. No. No? No. Oh, God. What'd you have for breakfast? You would think, like, I know I'm
2: going on, and I've been on, again, five times.
0: Right, you would be prepared.
2: Yeah, I should know, like...
0: How much water to bring, what snacks to bring. Like,
2: last night, you would think I'd start hydrating. Yeah. And maybe get, like, maybe some avocado on toast. Something light, something that'll fill
0: you up, but can... Power me. Yeah, but this. then avocado on toast, you'd fit in with all the kids up there. To complete this game. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where my bell is. It's right in front of. Uh, <laughs> I can't have you being the sole heel of the show.
2: I can't do it. Oh, it's a fucking double turn today. Uh, <clears throat> so, what I did was I decided to get breakfast for the family. Mm-hmm. And I went to the deli and I got myself. Uh, so, I got the. The daughter and the wife, the same sandwich. Uh, One egg and bacon on a roll, salt, pepper, butter. For the boy, I got him, because he's a big growing boy, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese with hash browns on a roll. And then they had a special that caught my eye, Mm. and it was called The Hillbilly, and it was scrambled eggs with crispy uh, corned beef hash, delicious, and cheese. And I added some hot sauce to that motherfucker. Yeah,
0: it sounds good. On oh, what a roll? Yeah. Okay. On
2: an onion roll. Oh, nice. Okay. Delicious. Yeah, it sounds really good. Uh so I get my belongings, I get my I make my purchase and I get in the car. I start driving. I get maybe because it's like a it's probably like a fifteen minute drive between there and here. Uh I get about halfway and I look in the bag and I notice there's only three packages, not four. Mm. I'm like, no. Oh, One must have fallen out. I look around the car, nothing. Hmm. Fuck. So I'm missing the sausage, jig, and cheese on hash browns for the, the boy. The boy's sandwich is gone. So while I'm driving, um, I have a decision to make. Do I just drive home and give the family the breakfast and I go without? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I don't do that. No, of course not. You turn around, you go back to the store. Right, and that say, hey, would be you- option two. Hey, guys, you forgot my sausage, jig, and of cheese. Course. I don't do that either. What did you do? I pulled over. And I removed the contents of the one egg and bacon from both sandwiches and added them to the hillbilly and had a tremendous sandwich for myself.
0: (laughs) So, So you had two eggs, two servings of bacon, two servings of salt, pepper, and butter on an onion roll with some more eggs and corned beef hash. The crispy, breakfast of champions. Crispy corned beef hash.
2: I had more protein than I, I
0: needed. You were fucking, you were overprepared.
2: <laughs> yes. For your hike. I'm sure that didn't contribute to my dizziness and vomiting and <laughs> flaming lungs. My lungs were on fire. Oh, man. On the three-mile trek up... To Mount Doom. Uh,
0: here's a serious question, though, because you don't smoke cigarettes anymore. No. So I, I would imagine the last time that you, you did this hike, you were smoking cigarettes. Yes. So now, how did your lungs feel with that fucking robo dick that you suck on? I thought I was going to die. So that's not contributing to any positive influence on your No, lungs. I think the oh. difference is, oh, is that
2: the last time I did this hike was five years ago.
0: Oh, so it's been a while since you... Yeah,
2: up. but that was even a little okay. weird because we did it for my previous podcast uh, as a as a, uh, an experiment. And I was with a fella that um, uh, may have some pulmonary ailments, let's say. Oh, of course, pulmonary. Yeah. So we took it very low and slow. Mm-hmm. So that really didn't affect me at all. That actually was a fairly easy hike. And the time before that was five years
0: prior to that. Well... The good thing is, if you're operating in five year intervals, you're fucking, you're good to go. Twenty twenty five, here you go. You have plenty of time to prepare for right. this. You've gone on a, a lot of interesting like voyages. Yes. You've done this. You've Most done of that. them were fun. You've done the, the the bike ride right through the five boroughs. Oh god. Yes. Man. Forty one miles. Forty one miles. What, what what was worse, uh, the chafage of your nutsack on the bike, the bike. or the, yeah, I, would I think couldn't so. even sit. That's and I hadn't. I,
2: I, I worked for Geico at the time. I couldn't even <clears> sit <throat> in my cubicle.
1: I
0: was <laughs> 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 a lot of like Vaseline and powder. Yes, just trying to get you through the work day. Yeah. So you were like me with like last week and the week before when I couldn't sit down. I had to like yeah stand exactly with my, my back injury. Uh,
2: now I'm afraid. Of, like you're gonna have to help me get out of this chair. Yeah, whatever. That's what friends are for. I'll fucking <sighs> I'll bring you right inside. So we finally get to the the summit. And we go to this abandoned hotel, which is pretty cool. I'll uh, later. I'll show you pictures.
0: Okay. Um, you have to pay to go in. Like, do no. they have like a tour guide? No. Is it's a this... state park, and you're allowed to physically go inside of yes. this building. Yes. So it's not some dilapidated, like falling apart. No, they, to removed, they
2: removed. like the the floors above. So
0: oh, it's just I see. one open like edifice. Okay. So if that building existed in Brooklyn, like you would have walked in, there would have been a bunch of crackheads in there. Correct. Okay, I got you. So
2: I walked in and I threw my bag against a tree cuz the trees are growing inside of this hotel at this point. Oh, okay. Um and I laid down in the in the mud.
0: You you collapsed down to the ground. Yes. Like full and took a nap. Flayed out. Yes. On your back. Yes. And literally napped. Yes. In the abandoned overlook hotel. Yes. Then it was time for the trip down. And that's when I learned that the
2: new boots that I bought myself are a might bit too big. Because no. now we're going 45 degrees down, and every time my foot stepped, my the foot inside the shoe slid forward into the
0: toe cavity. <sighs> You're a fucking disaster.
2: We get right to the bottom, mm-hmm. and my daughter falls into the world's deepest mud puddle.
0: <laughs> falls right into the puddle. I didn't even stop. You
2: just kept I it continued my death march to the car. Good. I get in the car. Uh-huh. I leave this wretched place. I, I drive out of anger all the way back here, listening to Six Feet Under the entire way. And the wife is like, can we change this? It makes me angry. Yes.
1: That's, that's yes. the point.
2: I peel into this fucking driveway. Mm-hmm. I rip all my muddy clothes off. I get in the shower. Five minutes later, you are here and- the only thing I can ask myself is why in the fuck is Barry on my deck having a steak with my wife?
0: Steaks again, huh? Every night. That—that's what we're doing. We're a high-protein household. The, I fucking high society over here. <sighs> what is he doing with your wife? She likes him.
2: You guys are hard on Barry. Fuck Barry.
0: Which is, be careful. I thought he had a thing going with my wife. He may or may not be a hired hitman. Now he's talking to your wife. He fucks around with the Russian lady, who I'm convinced those are not her real teeth. And she wears diapers. So I don't know what okay. the fuck. He's, this guy is all over the place. All over the place. So with that being said. Can we just talk about the look on your face when I first got here? <laughs> so usually when I when I pull in. Yes. The... Uh, the, the Vehicles, either one or two, are pulled up to the uh, garage doors. So there's plenty of room for for me to operate. I pull my little car in. I swing around. I back it into my little spot um, because I like to to combat park. Thank you. So you like to what? Combat park, you know, when you're back into the spot, so you're prepared, you're ready to go. Prepared for what? Because I'm fucking drinking, dude. I don't want like, to, like, 12-point turn my way. And, and if I go the wrong direction off of your driveway, I'm falling, like, fucking 30 feet down into, a, like, a ravine.
1: So
2: so you're combating sobriety. Yes, yes. I got to make it easy.
0: And now it's not really much better because now this is the second week in a row that we're c- recording in the dark. So I'm, like, really at a disadvantage here. Whew. So It is I, way more fun. It's a hell of a lot more fun. The energy level and and just the energy overall is completely different. Yeah, in the West Coast, high Canada. energy, maximum effort, of course. Very minimum, minimum talent. Dark energy. Yes. it's kind of a dark energy, and I, I I think that was obvious and prevalent when I finally back my car in. Usually, you, you kind of get up and and kind of look over and, and greet me with a with a little tip of the cap. And I back in, and I see the doors are open on the West Cabin, and the lights are on in here. And I'm like, oh, is Brian even in here? So I kind of sit in my car for a minute. Um, I'm waiting for you to maybe come out of the house. I, I don't see anybody. Now I see uh, the pup ends up coming over.
2: Ah, uh, the chief of border security. Love
0: him. So I get out of the car. I start you know, talking to him as though I'm having a conversation with right. the dog. Uh, Let him pee on your tires. Yeah, yeah. He has to mark his territory because there's this ongoing friendship. Yeah, They're like pen, pen pals. Pen pals, yeah. Piss pals. <laughs> Fucking piss pals. So- he, he does his thing and as I walk over I just see Brian sitting down in his chair um, just staring blank look he has like that thousand yard stare you almost reminded me of like Marlon Brando's character in uh, Apocalypse Now <laughs> 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 that's what you look like just sitting there <clears throat> so but I'm glad to find out that you're okay and uh, you just had a little bit of a, uh, a snafu with this hiking experience but again, a snafu. Yeah, it was a little snafu. I almost died. Well, whose fault was that? Okay. This is now, I think, what two or three weeks in a row that you've uh, gone on a on a little hike.
2: Yes. This wasn't a hike; it was a death march
0: on Mount Doom. I know how Frodo feels. <laughs> Motherfucker! Did, what are you smoking? Did, did anyone steal your what was it? llamas bread. Can I get one of those uh, pipe cleaners? I'm I'm a little gurgly. Yeah, please. Wow, that, that was solid.
2: <laughs> but got Look the job done. This ones has the crumbs. <laughs>
0: uh, what are you working on over there? I have um, the fuck is this shit that I'm smoking? I'm smoking some Magnum. Opus? Yeah, Magnum Opus. Which is another Hearth and Home blend, and I have that in my Savinelli regimental, Mega? regimental, regimental. The one that I think, if Harry Potter was going to smoke a pipe, this is what that pipe would look like. The, this, the color combination on this pipe—that like kind of reddish brown with the—it's got like the REM. Yes, the the REM cycle. Yeah, it's got it's got REM sleep. What a cunt. Excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Yes. What'd you get? Mm. A nine. It has a red stained acrylic stem, and then it has these like yellow and red alternating bands that the stem meets the uh, the body of the pipe. And it it reminds me like a pipe that they would smoke after fucking winning a, a good game of Quidditch. And then all going back in the shower and fucking each other like a bunch of. Because <laughs> that's how I envision Harry Potter. We're like some Good. cunty Ivy League. <laughs> wizard school. Wizard school pipe. <laughs> and now that I say this, I don't even fucking want to smoke this thing anymore. What an asshole I am. Why did I buy this? Actually, I know why I bought this. I, I was. I think I was impressed with the fact that every year, Savinelli, and most all pipe companies, they introduce like a, a new product lineup for the year, like anything else, cars, whatever, watches, anything. Um, and I was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Because now that I'm really into pipe smoking, every year, and I like Savinelli because I'm a fucking guinea. So like, every year, I'm going to take a look at what line I like that they introduce, and I'm going to buy a pipe from that line. Of course, this year they introduced their lineup, and I thought they were all terrible. So for I'm going to skip 2020. It's not really in the spirit, dude. I'm not, I don't want to throw my money away because all their pipes are anywhere between like like their basic pipes are like eighty to one hundred twenty dollars. That's yeah, like one dinner for me. I'll buy it for you. <sighs> well, one dinner for Barry. You're paying for his fucking meal tonight. Uh huh. Hmm.
2: I'm smoking Barbados plantation in my. Sir Reginald Meerschaum Servo skull. How's the uh color
0: getting on that? Have you put any honey on that recently? Beeswax? No. No, just straight honey. Um, I tried that. It's delicious. Mm. But uh I
2: have to I have to put beeswax on it. I've gotten to the point now, I'm pretty sure it's gone. I can it doesn't it's not like tacky okay. anymore. So <clears throat> now I'm just going to apply it to the cowl oh. to start just darkening that and leave the skull a, a beautiful ivory color. Yeah, I like that. Okay. uh what are we drinking today uh we're both mixed no nope,
0: I oh no that's right you did switch I already
2: had three glasses of McClellan. yes
0: uh-huh. McClellan's what do you got there 10 yes this' is gonna be at least you don't have to drive we had a recommendation Ooh. why are you ooing that's good it is good this Can I see the bottle of, of course. Yours to explore, my friend. There was a uh, recommendation emailed into the show by a, uh, it was a follow-up email from uh, Joe Elder, the winner of the, if it's good for Brian, it's good for you, pipe and tobacco giveaway. Ah, yes. Joel, um, after I sat on the pipe and tobacco for a week because I'm a lazy fuck and didn't mail it right away, <laughs> guy kept pestering me. Hey, you got a tracking number? What the fuck What's is my his pipe? Name? Joel Elder. Joel? Joe, Joel? Joe. Joe. Joe Elder.
1: Not Joel. Joel.
0: Joe Elder. Joel? Joe Elder. Joel. Joe Elder. It's one word. It's like Madonna. Joe Elder. Jelder. Nailed it. Okay. So Joel sent us. Joel made a recommendation. He said that we should try some uh, Eagle Rare, which I believe the bottle is in your hand, but it is a good old American whiskey. If uh... Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was that was pretty good that was that was good I have
2: competition uh number one I appreciate the artistry of the calligraphy that spells out eagle rare so it's uh eagle is on the top rare is on the bottom uh, of the written words here uh, and it's done in almost like a half cursive style but the e if you can picture in your mind imagine if you will yes an e that's uh not Rigid and straight, but kind of flowing with like hups here. What the fuck is a hup? And why it's are you a, saying here? Nobody can see you. <laughs> hups is a callback to another episode. I don't remember. But it has a couple of hups here. Mm-hmm. It's like a bubbly E. But on the top of the E, they converted the end of the line into the beak of an eagle and then surrounded it by stars. Very patriotic. I I, I appreciate it. It, luckily, there's a story on the back of the bottle, if oh, I if please. I may be
0: so bold. Yes, I would appreciate it.
1: Ah!
2: Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Wow, that's written small. Hold on.
0: There we go. What are you bringing on, a flashlight? <laughs> Holy shit. You're a fucking, I'm- you're an old fuck. <laughs> that guy at the restaurant. Wow. <laughs> Hold on, Betty.
2: <laughs> How much is this soup? <laughs> Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm the cornerstones of the birth of a nation, epitomized by the American bald eagle. I feel like this should be in like a redneck voice.
0: Yes, it should.
2: Let me try that again. Yeah, Yeah. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the cornerstones of the birth of a nation, epitomized by the American bald eagle. That nation has come to represent the freedom, spirit, and independence of that individual, giving the world products, and innovations that are uniquely its own. One such innovation uses Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, motherfucker. That's on the bottle? Every- <laughs> 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 Early Kentucky settlers created bourbon, the true American spirit. And in the late 1700s, by practice and protected by law, no other distilled spirit adheres to standards as strict as those established for Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And few other whiskies can offer even a glimpse of the great whiskey making found in Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare 10 year old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey has a sweet oaky nose and full complex body, reminiscent of a fine port wine. This rare whiskey is best served neat or over ice.
0: It's your choice. Why would you pour this over rice? I said ice. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Of course, feel free to drink Eagle Rare in such classic cocktails as a Manhattan or the whiskey sour. Because this Eagle don't run, motherfucker. (laughs) And if it finds all you terrorist bastards, it will light a fire up your ass. Now if you're down with Eagle rare give me a hell yeah is
0: that a bird great story on good back. good yeah that was that was uh that was pretty good I believe if I'm not mistaken uh, I don't want to talk out of my ass but I think in order for a, a whiskey to be a bourbon it has to be aged for a minimum of three years thank you and they go ten yeah which is pretty above good. and beyond <clears throat> they're going they're going above and beyond 7 years above and beyond
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> well you know just doing the math here <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and and to be honest for the price increase over well let's put it this way you can get a basic bourbon like a 3 year old bourbon for like $30 and i think this came out to like 50 or 55 wow yeah so for an extra 20 bucks dude i'll pay for those 7 years yeah that's fucking like $2 a year <laughs> Fucking home run right there. Yeah, it's less than minimum wage. I'm good. It's like fucking Chinese slave labor. Yeah, as long as there's no coronavirus in that biatch.
2: No, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> I injected it with bleach. It's fine. Mm.
0: Okay, shape then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bleach, disinfectant, injected. Yeah,
2: I I found a way to traverse the mm-hmm. the outer carapace and infuse it with UV light and bleach. UV bleach. No Lysol though.
0: Fuck that. That's 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 pussy shit. What about Koi Pond cleaner with that hydrochloroquine? I heard uh, if you drink that, excellent results. Yeah. Mm. Did I hear, by the way, that bitch Carol Baskin what's what's this oil that she allegedly put on her husband before she fed him to the tigers? Like liver oil? Or sardine oil? Perhaps? Sardine oil. Is that what it is? Why uh, the fuck would tigers enjoy sardines? They're cats have you ever seen Heathcliff? No. Who the fuck is Heathcliff? He's like the poor man's version of Garfield. He run the... Pawn- oh, I thought that's the dude from the pawn shop that we go to and... In- no? That's not. <laughs> no? Okay. He is the poor man's Garfield. Yeah. Oh, he- yeah. He's the dude with like Mongo. I don't know what that means. Heathcliff. It's yeah. like one of the other fucking fat cats that he used to hang yeah. out with. Yeah. I think the douchebag's name was Mongo. Anyway, they were going off the rails here. This is a very good whiskey. So thank yes. you, Joe Elder. Joel? back on it huh God we're not talking about james again hetfield not james Hatfield. we're gonna have to net hopefully uh.
2: the retro topics last uh we get one more retro topic out of the coronavirus so we can record at night yeah because yeah. i think the next one has to be music dude because- if we're
0: gonna record at night yeah we, we have to we got to get the music one out of the way because that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy but I think before we even get to the uh the topic of today's retro episode, yes. we have to get to the toast. Yes, please. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be succinct.
1: Sorry.
0: Are you okay? I'm so stiff. You you have a stiffy? You are I I'm don't know. I'm not understand. wearing underwear. <laughs> Your legs are stiff? Yes. From all the from all the walking. Yes. Oh, by the way, climbing. can you just and, and climbing? And, and fucking foot sliding in your boot. Can you just point out what you had told me about the uh, the gentleman that you ran into as you made your way down? <laughs> and then, then we'll get to the toast and then the, uh, the topic. I'm at the bottom.
2: My anger is only eclipsed by the hope that I feel looking at my car in the distance. Uh, and this poor bass comes up to me and he is followed by a train of women that look very dissatisfied. Hey, uh, you happen to see a key fob laying around anywhere? Oh, my God. And I just I stop in my tracks, and I just look at him, and the only thing I could think to say to him was, you just broke my heart. <laughs> and then I kept walking.
1: <laughs> no help whatsoever.
0: <laughs> now, do you think this poor fuck made it all the way to this Overlook Hotel, and then came all the way back down to his car, and realized he didn't have his Yes. Key? That is awful. What time was this about?
2: 6, 5.30, 6 o'clock.
0: Oh, so there he's wasn't, fucked.
2: Yes, there's not enough sunlight
0: left to go back up. Oh, he's fucked. That's bad. Yeah. What do you think he did? I don't care. No, let, let's play this out. Really, what, what do you think he's did? What? <sighs> Fuck, we should have just moved on. He's did a bunch of stuff, mister. Fuck, a three. It's that redneck <laughs> accent you did before. <laughs> Crush me. Uh, hopefully, he has A. What is that going to do for him? That's just gonna tow. How are they gonna? What are they gonna do with all the females that he was with? How many fucking ladies was this guy with? Fuck them. Who cares? I'm just. I'm curious. He's got to look out. He's got to look out for him. Okay. It's a survival situation now. So he should have just left them bitches. Self rescue. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Just so be cold, like, ladies, AAA. I'm gonna talk to
2: the tow truck driver. I'll be right back. Just mm-hmm. stay right here. Uh, stretch out. You know, stretch the hammies. Mm. Relax. I'll be right back. Here's some water. Get me the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> and just left him there. Yes. All right,
2: good, good. That's exactly what I would have done. Okay, that's fair. the hottest one was like a seven. Right. So I'd be okay with, you know, throwing that away. Well, no, you just take her with you. The, yeah, that's true. And you leave the other uh, one Becky, come with me. Yeah, Becky. Good. <laughs> I like that.
0: Okay, well, fuck that guy. Um, Listen, real quick. I'm, I'm dying to get into this topic because this, this should be fun. But I, I, I just want to touch upon something briefly. And that is the fuckery that, for some reason, has in my mind been been brought to like the attention of my mind's eye. The fuckery that goes on in supermarkets, whether or not we're going through this coronavirus shit. Now, you would pointed something out to me that is not taking place at my supermarket, at my grocery store. People and eating the grapes. No, no, we, we covered that already, and I'm still blown away by that, that people test drive the fucking grapes. Yeah. Do you think when they go to the register, they tell them that they had a couple of grapes and no. they throw a on a couple of ounces? No. No, they don't.
2: No, I wouldn't be surprised if they just eat the grapes and don't buy grapes at all. Dude, that's disgusting. Just fuel their their journey through the fucking supermarket. Oh, my
0: God. So yeah. it's giving them the, the necessary nutrients correct needed to, to make it through the aisles. Yes. Okay. It's, it's very similar to eating like six eggs. And lots of butter <laughs> before going on a death march. Good. Um, here, here's my question. Yes. Why is it that when I buy, I'm in, I'm in the grocery store and, you know, whatever, I, I fill up my, my cart. Now, of course, you can't use their bags. So I'm bringing my own bags. I put these nice bags from Amazon. So I, I have these like ripstop nylon bags that I bring with me. Very fucking, very cunty
2: and you can't just buy the 50
0: cent ones no because I'm an asshole okay. I'm a complete asshole I buy like the Rolex of fucking yeah. of shopping bags
2: you don't just reuse the plastic bags from last month before this became a nope. law nope which I should have that's
0: what I do that's pretty smart <laughs> I should have done that just to drive people fucking crazy yeah wh- I, which I think is a great idea because fuck it you might as well just use the plastic and make all the fucking hippies like just oh boy that's not a good face it hurts here's my question I, I go through the store I load, load up my cart um, sometimes the bulkier items I'll put on the bottom of the cart, the like a, a giant fucking wad of uh, paper towels, or I I like to buy gallons of water, and not because of this coronavirus shit. I just use like Deer Park right. water to make my coffee. Yeah, right. So I just pour it into my coffee. I do the same thing.
2: I've had bottles of water delivered, like gallons of water delivered to my house since we moved here. No, oh, so, okay, so, yeah, so same, same, very similar. same, same thing.
0: Why is it yes. that when I go to checkout? And I take the goods, and this was even before the whole bag thing. So I take all of my goods that were purchased, and a majority of the goods get bagged. But let's say the bottles of water, I'm not going to put in a bag. I'm just going to dump them back in my cart. Why? Why do I need a fucking paid sticker? Like oh. that orange like oval that says paid? Yes. It's large, bright, and obnoxious. Why does that have to go on not just one gallon? Every gallon, so
2: people don't think you're a you're a liar and a thief. Who who
0: is going to think that the employees? But it's got to go across their fucking register. It's on the, the 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 belt, so it goes across the register. Hey on, uh, Becky. Yeah.
2: Listen, there's some bald motherfucker. I think he's trying to
1: steal a gallon of milk.
0: Get him. They don't even put it on the milk. They just do it on the water and the paper towels. I found that they're very limited in their scope. I think they go through some training seminar that tells them when they're supposed to use these fucking paid labels. They go on fucking water and they go on paper towels. That is the only two things I've, off the top of my mind, I can remember them putting it on. But I put everything, everything goes on the conveyor belt. I never leave anything in my shopping cart. It all goes on the belt, and it goes right across their stupid, ugly fucking faces, and then they scan it, and then they have to put a fucking stick. Yeah, You know I paid for it, it's going to be on the receipt. What's even more infuriating is I don't live in a ghetto, so I don't have some asshole at the end of my store checking my cart to see if I stole anything. Mm -hmm. You know? We work all They don't have to because they can see the paid stickers. But there's nobody there to see the paid stickers. Yeah, they're watching on the cameras. Big brother. No, I don't think so. If they're really looking, they're watching the register. Yeah, those fucking cashiers. That's what I'm talking cage. about. Stealing the cage. You ever see some of these cashiers? Yes. They look like especially they just got in, out of a fucking meth clinic. Yeah, especially your supermarket has some interesting characters. Yes, it does. There are some weird motherfuckers that And stinky me meat. And stinky meat. Yeah. It's known. This is a, a known fact. Yes. Some bizarre phenomena that exists. Yeah. The, the supermarket that I shop at is known to the people in the community to have stinky meat.
2: Attention shoppers. Please enjoy today's special. Chicken. That smells like homeless cock. Delicious. Find it at your local grocer.
0: Homeless cock. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about your supermarket. Yes. Um let's say I'm uh I'm I'm walking down the uh the lateral aisle where the registers are. Yes. And I'm like, "Oh shit, I forgot I wanted to get some rice." Okay. And I wanted to to go down the rice aisle. Yes. I, am I uh, prevented from doing that in any sort well, of way? Well, you would have to check
2: because in my supermarket, uh-huh. uh, they have placed arrows. <clears throat> excuse me. Arrows on the floor, mm-hmm. making each aisle one way. What the much, fuck is that doing? Much like one. the streets of Manhattan. Each <laughs> aisle is a one-way fucking <laughs> so street. The, the deli and the butcher, it's like Broadway. It's both ways. And the registers, Mm -hmm. are that's like Park Avenue, both ways. Okay. But then you got to go on first, second, third. Right. Madison, Lexington. One way. One ways, yeah. That's insufferable. Yes. Yes, it is. And there are people that I know personally that intentionally go the wrong way. Who's going to stop you? Nobody. Because I'm bigger than everyone.
0: Nobody is going to stop
2: you. No, and I will headbutt them. Not today, because I can't move very. No, fast. You, you'd have to be
0: very careful with that.
2: My body mm-hmm. looks like the same way Mr. Rogers' face looks. Mr. Rogers, yeah, picture a Mr. Guy. Rogers before he died, and just how droopy and saggy and
0: sad his face was. That's how my body feels. Droopy, sad, saggy, and, and saggy. sad. That's yeah. that's really that's a horrible description of your body right now. Yeah, that's how it feels. That's that's terrible, and I, I feel for you. Thank you. You appear to be the person that, if you wanted to, you could take the shopping cart and put it on your shoulder, as if <laughs> you were like you were like one of those dudes from from like the hood back in the eighties, like a boombox. I'm Citadel. Yeah, yeah, you are Citadel, <laughs> and and you know you can get away with that. Um, I'm just curious. Like, is somebody gonna fucking rat you out? Like, if I'm in the supermarket and it's a one way and I'm going the wrong way. Like, is somebody going to fucking stop me? Nothing. Because every single store around here, oh, please
2: respect the social distancing and wear a mask. Fuck you. I don't wear masks. Fuck you. I walk in. Stop
0: me. I wore a mask for the first time today.
2: Well, your supermarket,
0: I don't blame you. Well, I went to the I went to the liquor store. You might get a
2: contact high from all <laughs> the fucking, you just, like, the doors to your supermarket opens and there's just a mist hanging in the air. <laughs> oh, here come all the
0: crank jankers. <laughs> it ah. is a little suspect in there. I am just, again, look, going back to this whole Lots fucking- Lots of fat women with midriffs. Dude, it's fucking weird. And like very bizarre haircuts. Yeah. Mullets. Uh, yeah, like chicks with mullets. Yeah. Where the fuck did I move? I don't know. Whatever. Anything is better than Brooklyn. There's chicks walking around there that look like
2: uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. Wow. The blonde mullet with the big red glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's very disturbing. One person out there listening is like <laughs> yes, Sally.
0: Yes, Nobody else knows what the fuck no. we're talking about. No. That was like the uh that was like that like daily talk show heyday. Yeah. Who else yeah. was on? Like Phil Donahue? Donahue.
2: You had uh Maury. Geraldo.
0: Oh Geraldo. And we got beat up by the Nazis? Yes. That was great. Fucking sick face his, with a chair. <clears throat> when
2: he had his big expose on opening Al Capone's safe. <laughs> and and it it was, was empty.
0: Nothing. <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking jerk off. I can't stand him in that stupid fucking mustache and his bow tie. Now you know what's crazy? I, I was uh, I was watching um, I was watching something on YouTube and it recommended some video that had Geraldo in it, and I'm watching Geraldo and Geraldo was talking about Joe Biden. So I was like, Joe Biden looks like he's at like he's suffering from like severe dementia. The poor guy. Right, it's yeah. it's very hard to listen to him. It's it's difficult for him to put together well, a here's the deal:
2: when I go, uh, you know, up with uh, seeing the guys, and they, you know, the bills are they're gonna get signed, and we're,
0: we're gonna take it to them. Thank you. I was like, wow, he is just like an incoherent rambler. Yes, and then. He'd be a great third mic for this show. Oh, he would be
2: awesome because we talk for hours and say nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's his life. So then Geraldo is is doing like his little expose on on Joe Biden. I'm like, wow, how old do you think the two of them are? So I looked it up. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Let, let me pull it up just so I'm not talking out my ass because I think I remember off the top of my head, but I just want to be 100 percent sure.
2: Uh, do you want to just do a straight guess, or do you want
0: to do over under? Let's just straight guess. Do straight guess. Uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, good old... Uh, Geraldo? Well, Joe Biden, because I'm Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Where the fuck can I find his age? I think uh, they hide How it. old is Joe Biden? I Try that. No, see if that's, that, see that's, if that works. that's too specific. Too but specific.
2: that's exactly what we're looking to do. Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, I have his age. And Geraldo Rivera. I have his age.
2: Okay, now before I answer, uh, just give me one hint. Are they close in age? How many years apart do you think they are? Because you're asking, I'm going to say
0: five. Okay, you think they're five years
2: apart. With a plus or minus, we'll do like carnival rules, with a plus
0: or minus of like two years. Okay, all right, that's fair. Um, And I'm not going to give you the answer yet, but uh, so you think five years with a plus or minus of two. I will give you this. They are both in their 70s. Oh, well, that's not fun. Why is that not fun? Okay, they're both between was, 70... I'll give you this. They're, you want to give a five-year range. They're both between 75 and 80. 75 and 79, because they're both in their 70s. Okay, so, so I'm going to say
2: Geraldo is older. I'm going to throw the curveball. I'm going to be that guy. Okay. Geraldo, 78. It's it's By, Geraldo. Yeah,
0: same thing. Uh, Biden, 74. Okay, well, when I give you the range of 75 <laughs> to 79, he cannot be 70-fucking-four.
2: <laughs> All right, so 76 and 78.
0: uh Biden, 76, Geraldo, 78. Close. Biden is 77, and Geraldo is 76. Who? Geraldo. Yeah, Geraldo. 76? Geraldo is 76. So he's a year younger, but he seems like he's 10 years younger. Yeah. You know? And that's. I'm, I'm convinced, tying this back to the supermarket, the mentality of Joe Biden is like what you encounter when you go down the fucking aisle and you're getting ready to to check out. And that is the mutant fucking saggy meth head lady that's staring at me. Speaking of which, we got to communicate
2: to the show, uh, which anyone out there can do by emailing us at dysonpipes at gmail.com. Uh, yes. uh, somebody had <clears throat> mentioned something uh, directed towards me <clears throat> uh and they they had stated that this is worse than the people who buy lotto tickets.
0: We're worse than the people that buy. No, them. no, no. Uh, f- he gave me two examples oh, of I'm people
2: sorry. that are worse than those who stand in line buying lotto tickets incessantly. Okay. Number one there's two guys in front of me in line at my local convenience store. I'm trying to buy a fucking Pepsi. The first guy is an old man who wants to talk about how he used to live here 60 fucking years ago. And he wants to talk about everything, how about how everything has changed. End quote. So that's like the guy that's like, uh, you
0: know, when I was a kid, this was all trees.
2: <laughs> was it?
0: Does anybody fucking care? No. Nobody cares. No, I mean not about that guy, about whoever wrote this. Oh. Uh, not really. Number two, and I quote,
2: this guy in line has a handful of change and wants to buy a pack of cigarettes. You fucking stop. And one of those little airline bottles of vodka. He couldn't count the change. He just threw it on the counter and the poor
0: girl behind the register had to count it out for him. Yeah, no. You know what I would have done if I was that girl? I would have looked at the guy and been like, you're short. (laughs) You just, I would have taken my cell phone and just pushed it like a scraper and pushed all the change onto the floor. Yeah, fuck that. No, I would have told the guy, you're short, and he'd be like, oh, I'm short by how much? Well, count it, and you'll see. Like, I'm not fucking counting your change. I'm not playing that game. Yeah. I'd be like, go to the back of the fucking line or get the fuck out of my store. I will say the change thing is worse than the lotto tickets. The change, uh, I'm going to be honest, I think both of those examples are actually worse than the lotto tickets. There is nothing more... Of it. Like, guy, I don't give a fuck how long ago you lived here. I, I don't need your your interpretation of what's gone on in the region. I, I don't need it. If I want this that... used to be known as the Central Leatherstocking Stocking region. <laughs> we had beautiful glitz and glam, baby. <laughs> like, nobody cares. No. Nobody cares. Write a fucking book, you know? Or just die. Have a bad. <laughs> Write a book die. or fucking die. Um, the supermarkets are terrible. yes, they're terrible. And I can only imagine what they're like in the city. Like if you live if you listen to the show and you live in the city, I feel fucking terrible. Any for city you. Well, yeah, I'm not saying New York City. Yeah. I'm saying any city that's experiencing any sort of negative impact from this fucking coronavirus. and you have to go through what is going on right now it, with us like even on a bad day, Even on a bad day, the supermarket is packed, but it's manageable. You know, I I can be in and out of there in maybe an hour and a half. I remember... And that's funny because my supermarket is never packed, ever. Really? Yeah. Well, sometimes I I don't go anymore on like a Saturday. So that's if I go on a Saturday. Um, With our working hours, like I tend to... I'll do the shopping and especially with this shit going on now, like I'll always go out and do the shopping and I make sure that I go during the week. And even during the week, like I'm in and out of there in under an hour but you're still dealing with all the people that are out of work, so you have to contend with that. It's insufferable that I have to stand on a line that starts in front of the stinky meat market and I have to work my way on this fucking like outside loop, this track of yeah. the store. And what's funny is all I do, like I, I don't have an issue with the cold, But it's funny when I'm standing online and I'm in there basically shopping with a bunch of old ladies. And all they do, because the the ass end of the store, like the last leg, or the last two legs before you get to the registers, are like the frozen food section. Now, this is the same supermarket that's down
2: by like Tractor Supply Company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the last- What's up with their doors?
0: Who, Tractor Supply? No, no, no. The supermarket. Can we talk about this real quick? What's wrong with their doors? They have like sliding automatic doors. Right,
2: but the entrance and exit are like a mile apart from each other. No,
0: your your perception's off. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They they have the entrance on the left and then they have that little opening in the front where they usually put like especially like in the spring and the summer, right. they put like all their plants and stuff like that. And then they have the exit. Why can't they just be entrance and exit on both sides?
2: It's enter only. Fuck that. Why why would you
0: want to exit out the
2: enter? That's how my bougie supermarket is. There's can, two entrances, okay. one on either side of the building, and they're both enter and exit. Yeah, but I guarantee you, your supermarket's bigger. No matter where you park. Bigger, it's probably yes, bigger. Yes, and better.
0: I'm, I'm so sorry. Well,
2: <laughs> you know, people in my neck of the woods aren't buying fucking
0: $300 filet mignons. No, they
2: have mullets.
0: <laughs> uh, look, I needed to be somewhat close to Brooklyn. I hear you. So hear you. I'll take a little fucking- Listen, fuck I, and, I do stop
2: at that supermarket when we get off of work, because where we park our cars like, right. to carpool, it's right- Yeah, it's like, convenient. Right it's right street.
0: there. Yeah. Anyway, here's to ugh, terrible supermarket ideas. Um you you know what? Like the the executives at these supermarkets remind me of like a politician. Like they have to justify their existence. They have to come up with something innovative to prove uh, that they, they earn the money. Today we're going to uh, we're going to start selling. Here's the deal. What what's going on across the street by the way? There's three people at that house with flashlights. Like are we Witnessing like a burglary? I'm armed. You are? You do have two, yes, and no underwear. Yeah. I don't know how effective you're going to be running it, well, <laughs> limping across the street in your pajamas. No, it's just long distance shooting only.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting for distance. Oh, good, good.
0: Uh, Yeah, dude, the supermarkets are terrible. Yeah, they're awful. Anyway, fuck them. It's just it's infuriating. The only thing that would make it worse is if I got stuck behind somebody complaining or telling me stories about how 60 years ago it used to be a brothel. Like I, I, don't, I, don't I used to bang all the he here.
2: It was a great place.
0: Broad
2: slash guys as far as the eye could see. There was a speakeasy down the street. Lugo's, I think it was called, and he would knock three times. Shut
0: up. Yeah, broads with broad shoulders. So hot. hey daddy
2: (laughs) let's fuck gross speaking of which yeah speaking of gross let's talk about something near and dear to my heart yes please early year out on our own apartments slash uh, for you educated people uh, dorms Mm. Uh,
0: I think we'll go tit for tat yeah we can do that
2: um Real quick, I will start this off by saying that my very first apartment, I took uh, two years off between high school and college. Really live it up. And my apartment cost 600 bones a month. At the time, my roommate and I were making eh, roughly $400 a month. Combined.
0: Yeah. In a $600 a month. Apartment. That
2: was Brian's odyssey into poverty. <laughs> uh, to sustain ourselves. Yeah, please. We would drive to Smoke and Joe's. Smokin Joe's was a cigarette shop on the Pennsylvania side of the border of New York and Pennsylvania. Hop on Route 86 going south. And uh, you'd end up in Smoke and Joe's. And we discovered that if we rolled our own cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could make a we could make a buck, especially to the high school kids.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Uh,
2: so we would buy a box of cigarette tubes. I like already the, see where this is going. The white tube
0: with the filter. Uh-huh.
2: Then a tin of tobacco. Uh, we would get regular and menthol. And then we had a machine that was hand-operated.
0: Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. You stuffed the tobacco in it and it, just roll into it into the a cigarette. blue
2: plastic machine. And it had, um, so there was a hopper on the right side of it. You'd uh, with a lid on the top. You'd pop the lid on the top, and you'd fill the tobacco in there. You'd close the lid. On the right hand side of this hopper was a little hand crank. To the left of this hopper was a flat uh, surface where the tube of the cigarette would rest on, like a little, uh, like a little uh, bracket. And you would push the cigarette tube into the hole on the left side of the hopper, and then you would crank. Right. And an auger would push all the tobacco into the cigarette. You'd pull the cigarette out pop it a couple of times on the filter to pack all the tobacco down and slide it into an empty carton box and cigarette number two. And we would spend many a Friday night Mm -hmm. sitting in front of a TV that was off because we couldn't afford cable, sharing stories and regaling each other with high school stories while hand-cranking cigarettes that ultimately were sold to high school children in the back of the high school
0: for profit. So, not only were you selling cigarettes to minors, mm-hmm. you were also violating federal law and going against the guidelines of the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I don't know what any of that means, Uh huh. but I
2: was just there. I, I wasn't actually the one doing it. Oh, you, you were supervising. It was even me. It you, was a friend of mine. You were the kingpin. No, it was a friend seeing. of mine that was doing it. Oh, okay. And and it, su- it wasn't even him. It was a
0: dream. Th- a friend of mine had a dream about doing this. So- you consulted with a friend about his dream and that that's why you brought this up. Yes. I got you. Right. Yeah. So you would roll, <laughs> you would roll cigarettes and sell them to minors? Yes. This was a, a lucrative business. Yes. It obviously made up the difference. So I'm, because back confused. then, a pack what, of What were you making? I mean, what were you, uh, what were you doing for work? Uh, at the time, I, was I still working?
2: Uh, I might have been working at the Old Country Buffet.
0: Ah, okay. Um, so you were working at the buffet. What was your roommate doing? He worked at the seafood department of the Walmart. What, what were you working in, like, the 1800s? How did the two of you only bring in combined $400? Uh, I don't know, dude. It was the 90s. Was fucking. Wow. What a great time it was back then. Like It was remember, awesome. It was fucking amazing. I was dying of starvation, but yeah. it was awesome rolling illegal cigarettes it fucking that's like interstate commerce that, that's amazing so you're, you're leaving new york going to pennsylvania buying barely b- you're still crossing state lines <laughs> and then you're bringing it back so these are like federal charges we're talking about here yeah okay what's the statute of limitations <laughs> that's gotta be over right yeah i would say you're good yeah. you're in the clear right, good okay so you would use that money to obviously make ends meet yes now what else would go on in this uh, in this apartment of yours? We'll get to that. That's just the opening story. Oh, okay. To butter us up. My first experience not living at home was uh, my first failed attempt at college. Uh, Dartmouth. No, yeah, Dartmouth.
2: What a sad story
0: this has all of a sudden become, now that I know the truth. This is awful. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> this is where my life has gone. All right, drank my way out of school. Yeah, 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 it happens. You know, whatever. I never went to one class. All I did the 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 kid that I went to that I went to college with was a good friend of mine from high school. We both got accepted into the same college, so of course we that decided to right live gate. together. No, and he was a total fucking like a real nerdy kid. And, oh, okay. You know, I was I was like a jock in high school, and I was smart too. I wasn't a dummy, but I dude, college by myself alcohol parties like forget it. So all we would do is drink and go out and play hockey and mm-hmm. then go to fucking parties. He ended up pledging for some uh for some fraternity. So I'd just go to all these fucking frat parties and get smashed yeah. a- and waste like $30,000 of my parents money. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't talk to my father for a while after that one. Ugh. Yeah, that was that was bad. A lot of fuckery.
2: What was so what was your first dorm? Like what what's the scene it was like, like walking? The-
0: so like you would walk in and there would be like a, a small common room, probably the the size of the West Cabin. Okay. So if you walked in through the door, on the right would be a bathroom. And then straight ahead, there were two doors. So on the left door was my room with my buddy from uh, high school. Okay. And the room to the right were these two other kids. So so dude, four of you are sharing this bathroom. So four of us had the bathroom in the common area. It's not and too we bad. Each had a room. No, dude, it was fucking, it was sweet. It, it was It was the best setup out of the many schools that I went to. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like going to Yale. I'm not.
0: Uh, I'm not too familiar with like the quads and all that stuff. So, but it, it was good. It was good. And and from what I remember, I mean, this is going back years ago. Obviously, I knew that I got along well with my buddy. I'm pretty sure I got along well with the other two guys. So I don't remember having an issue with them. And we would all just fucking hang out and drink. And they were into sports too, so we would all play fucking hockey together. Nice. It was great. It was a lot of fun.
2: Now would you play on the roof of the convenience store? No, or? we
0: would play on the roof of the. No, no. What is this? No, I'm <laughs> never supposed to be here no, today. No, this is not Clark's. Um, no, there was like a like a common area in the school. I don't even remember. It was just basically like a. It, it wasn't meant for like fucking hockey, you know. Right. We played like street hockey. Street hockey. Yeah. You know, fuck around, break shit, All right. and then drink. That was my life. A lot of drinking, a lot of
2: beer. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a similar life, um, although I couldn't afford mine, and uh, I remember there was one time I came home to the apartment. Now, you would understand, our apartment was very, uh, I guess the the, the
0: decor would be considered minimalist. Uh, Does that, is that defined as nothing?
2: No, I had, um, on the one wall, I ripped Mm -hmm. a page out of uh, a hit parader magazine of like Slayer, and hung that up uh, with a thumbtack. Okay, that's good. Uh, and then I took uh, a uniform from the Old Country Buffet and hung that up on the wall
0: with the food stains and grease stains on it. Now, why would a uniform go up on the wall? Why not? Um, I'm confused. Is that like where your, your work wardrobe stayed and you just untacked it off of the wall to go to work?
2: No, it was just an extra shirt that I had and I we hung it up. It was just decor. Yeah, for the first department. Uh <clears throat> I'll never forget. One of my friends moved in with us. We had a third roommate. We were excited because we were like, okay, we can get this guy a job. He never graduated high school. I think to this day he works at a quickie mart uh, trying to make it big as a death metal band. Still trying. So living the dream. Good. Uh, so I liberated him from further upstate New York and brought him to the apartment. I was going to teach him how to drive. We were going to get him his GED and ultimately get him a job and help us out with so we could stop selling cigarettes to minors. <laughs> Uh, And I remember one night, so my, my roommate Don, uh, the original roommate, he was uh, half Texan and half Korean.
0: Well, he would be half American and half Korean. No,
2: I say Texan because he had a really thick Texas accent mixed with a very thick Korean accent. How the fuck does that even work? I don't, it doesn't is the answer. That's so weird. Yes, he was a weird dude. He
0: was a weird How did dude. you link up with this guy?
2: He uh he failed senior year like six times or something like that. And I ended up bumping into him. He was like five years older than me. Oh, good. Uh oh. um and I took a liking to him. So he was like
0: mentally retarded, I think. Okay, um, that's fair. Well, you fail your senior year five times. Yeah, I think you yeah. qualify for a little Like he couldn't read benefits.
2: Yeah. Like, I think they finally just passed him like participation award. Like, okay, get out of just here. Just
0: give him a medal and let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Um And you had sympathy for him. So, let's yeah. let's fucking move into an apartment that we can't afford to get. Yes.
2: Yep. Seemed like a good idea at the, at the time. Yeah. Uh so we bring in this other guy, Chad, and um I remember one night uh, Don loved making rice. Because he's Korean. He's Asian. Uh, but he had a bad habit of leaving it in the rice maker for months. Uh, months. Yeah. Now, I don't eat rice. Uh, like, if I go to a Chinese place, I'll get rice or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah. it's not, not
1: my to you not making go-to. it at home.
2: Right. Like, what I usually ate was uh, a cup of chicken broth from a vending machine. It cost me a dime. That's all I could really afford.
0: You, chicken broth. Yeah, in a cup. That's what you survived on. Yes. Every other day. Ten cent chicken broth. Yeah. You would eat every other day. Yep.
2: Until I ran out of money, uh, loose change in my car. How, and then how it, would then you it run out serious. of dimes?
0: Eventually you just run out. <laughs> Holy shit. Like you're in t- so every other day, that's fifteen days. Th- your in your monthly budget for food was a dollar fifty. Yeah. And sometimes it got a little dicey coming up with that. A dollar fifty for yeah. fucking food. Yeah. Okay.
2: Sometimes the kids weren't buying smokes, you know.
0: Wow, wow, fucking business should <laughs> wells run dry, huh? Yeah. Did you alternate to different high schools, or you went to your high school? My high school. Okay. I tr- I trusted them. All right, all right, that makes sense. You weren't like
2: especially going to like back then, high schools like, trying to sell cigarettes. To no, kids? no. Uh, and it's probably a good thing we didn't, because like until this very moment, this podcast, it didn't even occur to me that it was against the law. I knew that like selling cigarettes to minors, like I forgot to get a summons, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're selling untaxed cigarettes to yeah minors. I guess it's a big deal I, I don't you know across state lines yeah it doesn't get it's like FBI and ATF is involved right good job I never got hypothetical caught. fucking scenario we're talking about yeah I never got caught and I'm your, name's, fucking... your name's not Brian it's Ryan yeah I'm All a right. mastermind yeah you're good uh, so anyway
2: <clears throat> needless to say the apartment was very dirty no well did you have a table no we had two couches mm-hmm. uh both of them were missing legs. And of course, I think I mentioned this before. We had a, a four thousand dollar bird,
0: a blue tailed macaw. That's so weird. That like a talk. Don't think about selling the bird for money. No. It was a family heirloom. It was passed down for <laughs> generations. How old was this fucking bird? Like seventy. That's that's insane. <laughs> um whose bird? It was the uh... Yeah,
2: because his parents owned before they moved back to Korea, uh, they owned a pet store. Okay. So we inherited this fucking demonic bird, uh, along with a cat. Oh, and no. we had uh unlimited uh utilities in the apartment. Okay. So in the summer it was like thirty degrees at all times. We had the old mm. fiesta running. It was what the air conditioner was called the fiesta. Good. On full blast at all times, just blowing straight Freon into the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the winter, uh it was cranked up to like ninety degrees heat. At all times. Like, we would come in from the bitter cold, the bitter upstate cold. This was an apartment complex. Yeah. You weren't,
0: like, renting a basement out for right. somebody. Okay.
2: So it was bitter, bitter cold. And you'd come into the apartment, it'd be, like, 92 degrees. And you strip everything off, get into your Bermuda shorts and a fucking wife beater, and we're living the life. That's awesome. Packing cigarettes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just rolling cigarettes.
2: Uh, but the, the, the thing that strikes me is when I realized it was a problem with the apartment was uh, Chad was staying up late one night playing video games. And I woke up, mm. I went to go take a piss, and I saw he, he the TV in the living room was on. So I go to turn the living room lights on to be like, hey, man, you all right? And not realizing what he was doing, he was playing, You know, his, he brought like a video game console with him, like a Dreamcast, I think. Right. And so when I flipped the lights on to see if he was all right, he was covered in what I like to call water bugs. What you might refer to as Orca roaches. What? Yeah, like six of them just crawling on him. And when the light turned on, they scattered. They were f- on his
0: physical... Mm, his his corporeal form. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's okay with that? He had no idea. How did you not fucking know? Yeah, I don't know. Holy shit. Now I know why he fucking was trying to get his GED. He is retarded. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. So you flicked the light on. Tons of ro- uh, water bugs yes. are all over this kid. Orca roaches. Orca roaches.
1: Wow. <laughs> Wah! <laughs>
0: And that that was your that was your cue to move. No, 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 no. Oh, of course not. No, oh, let's stay. Yeah, no, well, yeah,
2: whatever. I I yelled at Don to clean up his rice.
0: Oh, you think it was the rice's fault? Yeah, we didn't have any other food. What else could it have been? Well, that's true, too. Well, it could have been your neighbors. I can only imagine what was going on there for 400 a month.
2: Yeah, it also could have been maybe our food-stained clothes that we're using as decorations. Yes,
0: hanging on the walls. Like, that. that's fucking In bizarre. retrospect, that probably wasn't the smartest no, idea. No, that absolutely was not the smartest idea. So now, what would happen if he left this rice in the rice cooker for months, and then he would ultimately open up the rice cooker to make new rice? Mm-hmm. How was that smell? Terrible.
2: It had like a green like bark on it. Oh
0: my God, dude. That's fucking And and it had like a
2: Bob Ross afro coming off of it.
0: It was terrible. I understand like obviously we were younger we would do stupid stuff. Like I remember there would be times I was working in Trenton and um, you know I used to bring uh, um, I used to bring food from home in in like a Tupperware container for lunch. And there would be days that I wouldn't eat it during the summer and I would just take it and throw it in the back of my car and I would leave it in there Mm -hmm. and leave it and leave it. And leave it for months. Like the entire summer. And my car would start smelling. I'd be like, I have no idea what that smell is. And the trunk of my car was just littered with shit. Yeah. It like that was my garbage can. I would just throw everything in the trunk. Throw everything. I didn't couldn't fucking see it. Everything just went in the trunk. I didn't know any better. I was like fucking right. nineteen years old. And um eventually i would clean out my trunk and i would find my old lunch bag i'd be like that's where it went and i would open it up and it would just be like this rotting fucking string beans and be like what the (laughs) fuck like chicken cuts (laughs) and string beans that just turned black so what would i do i would dump it out and clean the tupperware put it in the fucking dishwasher and reuse it why not it's clean yeah soap yeah yeah soap kills everything not bleach soap dishwasher soap Yep, for the rest of my family to use. I wouldn't use it. They would they would use it <laughs> no. just, just carefully slide it back <laughs> into the cabinet and grab a new one. Dude, it would fucking it would be so bad. Like the back of my car would fucking stink. I'd be like, what is that? Never had roaches in my car though. I don't think that's like a thing. You sure? No. I don't know. You ever look in a fucking in a city sewer? Yes. Yeah, they're fucking there like thousands of them down there. Yeah. So what's to stop them from coming out and like raiding your car? Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Luckily I didn't have the experience of that. And I never really in my like early days like even growing up in Brooklyn, I, I don't remember ever really having roaches. And then in in college, I don't remember what roaches. And then even in apartments, not until I moved back to Brooklyn do I remember getting roaches. Dude, my apartment was immaculate. It doesn't matter though. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. That apartment was fucking immaculate. Not only did I have roaches, I had mice coming out of the fucking uh the 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 uh the uh the stove. Right. Just fucking weird. And bed bugs in uh, neighbors. Oh, dude, it was fucking disgusting. It was and then at that point I was like, Yeah, it's not fuck this city, I'm done. I, I just I can't do this anymore.
2: Yeah, now you deal with turkey vultures and coyotes. But they're I, all, big. All day long. I'll take yeah.
0: that all day long. Yeah. I'll wrestle a fucking coyote. Yeah. Right to I the fucking ground. Yeah, to the death. Yeah. You know, him or me. Uh what about parties? Dude, my whole life in college was a party. Any like any in your dorm? Yes. We used to take All right, so after uh school number 1 didn't work out and I went to school number 2. Every fucking weekend, we used to take the doors off of the closets and play fucking beer pong with Everclear. Dude, it was gross. I don't know how people didn't die. I don't know how we weren't wow. dying. Dude, it was fucking horrible. We used to load up the room. I don't even know how we fit this many people in there. And we would load up the room and play fucking beer pong and just go to oh fucking my town. God. Yeah, it was bad. Flip cup. No nah, i never really got into flip cup. Beer pong was was like the big game. With Everclear. With Everclear. The next day you must have felt the same Dude, way I feel right now. I was death. It was like death. And then you would just fucking hit the reset button and go again. And that was the that was the beauty of beer. You no know, i've like never been able to do old. that. Oh really? Even young. Like, mm-hmm.
2: I I could never I was lucky like I wouldn't get hangovers necessarily but yeah. if i got like really fucked up uh i wouldn't be able to party again for at least like a week. Really? I, like, not that I couldn't, I guess I didn't want to.
0: Okay. I had my fill. Right. See, with beer, I can't. And I think it's just because it's like too filling. Yeah. But when it comes to like hard liquor, yeah, I'll get fucking ripped, especially back then. Yeah, I've like, I would had get
2: five glasses. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would get smashed. And the next day, yeah, if, if people were drinking, like, I'd, whatever. I'm here. You know, you go back to drinking. Yeah. I remember we had a party uh, in my apartment and.
2: <clears throat> <sighs> I was tasked with going out and getting a big delicacy for our neck of the woods. Mm. A
0: pizza. Pizza was a delicacy. Yeah. But when you couldn't afford your $400 rent, right. yeah, pizza is yeah. definitely high end. Very bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I would go to uh, the Southern Tier's very famous Nurchies. What the fuck did you just say? The Southern Tier of New York. Uh, what is this? very famous pizza
0: place called Nurchies. Oh, okay. Nurchies.
2: Yeah, Uh Great pizza. So I was walking up to the apartment with this hot pie in my hands. And lo and behold, I have a friend with me. I can hear the little pitter-patter of feet. I turn around and look, and there's a raccoon. You're fucking kidding me. Just hanging out. I haven't told this story before, right? No, 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 no. I
0: don't know. That or I was wasted. I don't don't remember. (laughs)
2: Have I told you this story? No. Okay. I remember you being fucking trailed by a raccoon. So uh, I see this little raccoon. I'm like, oh, look at this guy. like, hey, buddy. So I open up the pizza box, I pull a piece of pepperoni Come off, on. and I throw it on the ground, and he picks up with his cute little paws, and he, they are adorable. Eats it. I go into my building. Now, my complex was, for our, for the story's sake, we'll just say six buildings. Okay. Each building is six stories. All right. Right, so it's a, it's a pretty big complex. I'm sure it's more than six buildings. Regardless, uh, and strike me dead if this story is fake, I'm... Telling you now, I am not lying about this. I walk up the four flights out of the fourth floor apartment. I walk in. I deliver the pizza. We're partying. for like an hour. I tell my buddy, hey, let's go outside and have a smoke. We, no smoking in the apartment,
0: of course. Of course
1: not. No,
2: you had respect <laughs> for the rules. Okay,
1: <laughs> so
0: fucking stupid. Now, did you have a balcony? You had to yes. go out the door. Yep, and we had balcony. a
2: balcony. We step on the back balcony. We light up a cigarette, and I hear,
0: come on, scratching. I'm mean, what is that?
2: And I look, and here comes this fucking raccoon. Climbing up the side of the yes. building. Yes. I swear to God, he recognized me and hopped off onto my deck. <laughs>
0: and me and my friend Jeff are looking at each other like, is this fucking happening? Hold on. So you're standing on the deck with Jeff. Yes. Now, all of a sudden, it's you, Jeff, and the fucking raccoon. Yes. With pepperoni and grease all over his fucking Yes. Matins. And most importantly, Jeff, G-E-O-F-F.
2: He's one of those guys. G-off. G-off. Oh, okay. yeah. God. Cunt. So, so we're like, is this? Is this fucking happening? And I told him, I'm like, dude, you're not gonna fucking believe this. I swear to God, I I gave this raccoon a fucking piece of pepperoni downstairs. <laughs> He's like, how the fuck did he find this apartment? I mean, it's got to be just luck of the
0: draw. It yeah, probably smelled it when you opened up the door.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: So, what do you think we do with this raccoon? You invite him. Into yes, the apartment. we do. No, you fucking did it. We sure do. You invite a wild raccoon. Yes, into your apartment. Yes. So you finish your cigarette. The raccoon is chilling with you on the deck. You're yep. like, you look at Geoff, and it's like, bro, you want to? And he's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. So we open the door. Okay. We walk in. Mm-hmm.
2: We try to coax him in. He gets to like the the threshold, and he's just kind of like looking at us with his cute little face. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know about this. So we coax him inside with garbage. <laughs> we, we go to the garbage, <laughs> and grab some moldy <laughs> rice and old tomatoes, and he's like, oh fuck, all right. He's <laughs> eating all that shit, and we start feeding him beer. And I'm convinced we got the raccoon drunk. Stop it. Because as we started to get drunk, this parlayed into us picking the raccoon up and tickling him. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. My girlfriend at the time was losing her fucking <laughs> mind. She's like, you're going to get fucking rabies. I'm like, go blow. We're playing with a raccoon. Yes. Who else can say that? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody.
0: So this raccoon gets fucking smashed. We
2: pick this fat little body up under the armpits. You're literally at, like a baby. tickling this guy. And we're holding him in the air going, Gucci, 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 Gucci. And he's just, <laughs> just fucking <laughs> staring around, doesn't know what to do. So we put him down. Uh,
0: and he's hanging out with us, for, dude, for like an hour. Just he, he, hanging out. You bring this fucking little guy into the apartment, just drinking with you for an hour. Yes. And then so what happens? The cat comes out. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. The cat comes out from the back
2: bedroom, and uh, uh, fucking loses her mind. Yeah, that prompts the raccoon to lose his fucking mind. Of course. What do you think the solution is? Let them fight to the death. My friend Mike, who I showed you a picture of him the other day, you yeah, remind yeah. me of him. Hammered stands up and goes. There's only one thing we could do. Oh, Hammered. No. There's only one thing we can do. What? We gotta fucking kill it. (laughs) We could just put it outside. Yes. No. Look at him. He's fucking crazy. We gotta kill it, and we have to turn his skull into a necklace.
0: (laughs) So not only in order to get rid of it, it's gotta die.
2: This this party got real fucking real. Yeah, dude. Real quick. Dark. So he pulls out a butcher knife. And he's just, like, stumbling up to this raccoon who's now back in the corner, very agitated. And he spins the knife around with, like, the the, the psycho style. Yes. Where he's holding the the handle and the, the blade is Yeah, he's got, like, the, the fucking murderer's grip. Yes. And he raises his hand up. And I'm like, holy shit, he's about to kill this fucking raccoon right yes. in my house. And Geoff goes, dude, think about the noise it's going to make. It's going to be like, <laughs> deflated him. He lowers the knife. He's like, oh, fuck, dude. I can't kill a cute little raccoon that's going to make that noise. <laughs> so the next best option, of course, was to go out onto the deck and build a catapult <laughs> out, of, out of a snow shovel and a paint bucket. What? And we coaxed this raccoon very edge. Now he's no longer friends with us. Okay. He, he wants to kill everything. Quickly, quickly turn. Have enemy. you ever heard an angry raccoon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very angry. We finally coax him onto the snow shovel, and we just hit it with our foot, and he flies down 4 you stories. You launch
0: this fucking raccoon off a four-story balcony. Yes. and he survived this motherfucker. Of course he did, because he's a fucking mutant. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Fighting with the cat. Yes. Why don't you just let the cat and the raccoon just go at it? Because uh, Yeah, he would have killed the cat. Yes. Yeah, the, your cat would have been dead. Yeah. What'd you end up doing to that cat? We'll save that. That'll be the, the piece de resistance. The, the coup de grace. That's, that's pretty fucking good.
2: Uh, I think maybe one more good story.
0: Yeah, whatever. Do you have, do you have more than one good one? We can we can go on for a little bit. Dude, I remember... Oh, man. Um, I had... I, I might have touched upon this in the past. Dude, this fucking roommate that I had... I, I, I got lucky in my first school and it's unfortunate that I fucking dropped the ball with that because I'd probably be making a lot more money in my life. But whatever. Like me. Shit happens, you know? Shit happens. The second school that I end up going to, I end up rooming with this kid and dude, right out of the gate, he seemed so cool. He was that he was that guy that was just really into fucking college. Like I remember like getting my room assignment leading into the summer and getting a phone call from this dude and he was like, hey, bro, you know, we're going to be in the room together. I just want to know what you're bringing, what I'm bringing, you know, we'll hook the room up. So I'm like, all right, th- this guy's going to be good. Everclear and plastic cups. Yes, yeah, that's all
2: I need. You bring the ball.
1: <laughs> that's all I need.
0: All I need is Everclear cups and a screwdriver. Do whatever else you need. I, I got this. So um, this was, I think, my first real introduction into computer video games. Because this guy was a fucking computer nerd. And he was into uh, Red Alert, Command and Conquer. Okay. yeah, 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 and CNC. Yeah, he got me into that game. And I was like, Dude, this is fucking amazing. Because at the time, all I had played was like bullshit. Like Sega Genesis right. was probably out back then. And uh, like I said, I was a fucking jock. So I really wasn't fucking around with games like that. So he he just he completely got me hooked on that. And that was, again, another downward spiral into why I never made it to class. Are you one of those civilization guys now? Like would you play civilization? I have in the past. Yeah. Like little Sid Meier's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I've been into all oh, on PC. This You're is right. like when I used to be like really big into when you were only a loser. PC yeah. games. No, when you I played real games. Now I'm stuck playing these bullshit console games. But yeah, when I uh you know, used to play the PC. Used to play fucking uh Rainbow Six. Oh, it was great. Medal of Honor. I would destroy people. It'd be so much fun. But the more I spent time with this guy, the more I realized that he was a fucking lunatic, like a real certified nut job. So he was from Troy. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So I know it. He he was from up in Troy. And it's weird because he was from Troy and he was going to school in Jersey, which I thought was weird because I ended up at Rutgers. Okay. And um, so we're rooming together at Rutgers. And now Rutgers, you know, I went to high school in Jersey, so I had a ton of fucking high school friends that ended up going there. So it was right. like fucking, it was like, like rekindling a this old yeah. high school relationship thing, which unfortunate for me just became another reason why I never went to class and would just drink and fucking hang out and, you know, spiral that one out of control. But we used to throw these fucking sick ass parties in the room and this guy would disappear. He would just disappear for days. I would have no idea where he went so- for days, dude. He would be gone. And uh, I, I know where he would be. Oh. He'd be on a corner somewhere doing the fucking lean. Ooh. He would because I used to come back from like going home for the weekend and I would come back and this dude would have barricaded himself in the room. Dude, it was fucking weird. So we were on, I know we weren't on the first or second floor, like we were kind of higher up in the, in the dorm, might have been like fourth or fifth uh, Fourth or fifth floor. Because, dude, it, it was a pretty far drop from the window. And this kid used to barricade himself behind furniture. He would, he would sit by an open window and surround himself with furniture and always think about jumping out the fucking window. What? Because he was a heroin addict. Yes. This guy would fucking disappear and go to Newark. Now, if anybody out there understands what Newark is like, Newark reminds me of being a kid in Brooklyn. And I'll just paint a, a very quick picture. I lived a few, a few blocks. A what? Fuck! I couldn't. I tried slowing myself down so I could say it. Fuck at Twelve. All right. Good. I lived a few blocks from the projects. Okay. Okay. Now I'm a white kid. Yeah. The projects were predominantly black. Okay. All right. Black or Hispanic. Yeah. All right. Um, so was very cultural. Very cultural. You know, diverse? No, not diverse at all. It was like a Bronx tale. My neighborhood was like a Bronx tale, if you've ever seen that movie. Well, back in back in those times, if a white guy was ever seen by the cops coming out of the projects, it only meant one thing. Like, he was there scoring drugs. Right. So the cops would stop him, and they'd collar him for fucking having drugs on him. Well, the same thing holds true for Newark as a whole. Like, if you're a white kid going into Newark, like, you're only really going into certain sections of Newark for a purpose. Yeah. And that is to fucking get hair on, which is what this asshole was doing.
2: I will say, not to interrupt, but <clears throat> we've flown out of Newark airport. Yes. I think twice. And the drive to the long term parking is
0: terrifying. Yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of nerve wracking. Now, what's funny is my my wife for a time and her family lived in Newark. There was so there's like a separate there's a nice section of Newark and then there's a shit section of Newark. It's like, any like that for anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm not shitting on Newark as a whole. I am, but that one. Okay, you you can especially the section by the airport. Long term yeah. parking. But that's a bitch. Um, it's very creepy. <laughs> anyway, th- this kid would fucking like disappear to Newark and come back and go on this fucking like heroin binge and contemplate committing suicide and I'm like I, I can't fucking deal with this he was just a fucking nightmare of a roommate a complete so nightmare. he
2: wouldn't do the bender
0: in Newark he would just score there then come back he had to be doing the bender there because he would be gone for days and then I think he would bring back whatever he had left and then do it in the room and, and then, then, just then just be fucking like he'd be like going to hide through a behind draw. a couch and consider tossing himself out the window yeah yeah and then once he came down he was the coolest fucking dude until he told me don't come into the room if there's a sock on the door same guy? Same guy. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Yeah, he was He was. I a think tragic. he's still alive. No, dude. Yeah, there's no way. Not. He's also the same guy who told me that his girlfriend was kidnapped and absorbed into a cult.
2: Okay, two things. Yeah. One, uh, in case there's any new listeners out there that don't have the time or energy to go back and listen to our retro topic about, I think that was relationships. Yeah. In, yeah. in the archives at Dyson Pipes. Can you just quickly talk about the sock on the door?
0: Yeah, yeah. So was that the same guy? No, I'm sorry, different roommate. Oh, okay. That he ended up he ended up dropping out of school, the heroin addict, the one whose girlfriend was in a cult. So he ended up leaving school. All right, so then let's reverse. Let's talk about the cult first. And then we'll get to the sock on the yeah, door. Yeah, dude, he he said that his girlfriend for years was kidnapped and, and brought into a cult. In Waco? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> now part of me believes that these, these were like delusions that he was having right. from the uh Like from there the is no girlfriend. She's actually decapitated under his family. Yeah, I wouldn't house. be surprised. It's like under the porch. Yeah. Like, dude, he was fucking crazy. But then he would have these like moments of clarity, like these like lucid moments where he would be he was actually a cool guy. Right. He was a fucking complete computer nerd. And I think he's probably the reason why I started getting into like computer games, like I had mentioned. Right. And then, unfortunately, he ended up leaving. But like I said, initially, he was a fucking—he was a cool guy. Do we know what cult this girlfriend joined? No. I have have not, you ever did. met the girlfriend? No, I never did. Okay. I never even saw a picture of her. So it, it could have all just never existed—a figment of his right. imagination. It may have never existed, but he was so convinced that this girl was taken into a cult, right? And some sort of like sex slave. In the cult. So she's banging like the leader of the Heaven's Gate cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to do everything in his power to get her back. And I guess that that included going to Newark late at night and getting extra powers <laughs> <laughs> so to score heroin, <laughs> and then can, consider throwing himself out a fifth-story window.
2: It's a bird. It's a plane. <laughs> no, it's your roommate flying out the window. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! Oh man!
0: Uh, all right. So real quick, the the sock on the dude, door. Heroin does not mix with alcohol. By the way, he, no, that it doesn't dude, mix with anything. No, he never fucking wanted a drink. Which is weird. Like you would think, if you're coming down, like whatever, try to Just put something in your fucking system. Substitute it with anything. Nope. Would never want to drink. And any time that I had people come over to the room to start fucking partying, he would wig the fuck out. He would wig out. He would leave, and he wouldn't come back for days.
1: For days. So dude. it's your fault.
0: It was my fault. I contributed to his fucking addiction, I think. Yeah. yeah whatever. I'm also the type of person that, that does not believe that it's a disease. You know those people out there that are like, oh, an addiction is a disease. They have a sickness. They need to be helped and cured. No, fuck you. You know what it is? You're a piece of shit. That's what you are.
2: I never really thought about it. Thought about what? If it's a disease or not or what that even means. Yeah, people say and that. And I'm going like, to continue to not think
0: yeah, about it. Yeah, you that. shouldn't because it's a crutch. That's a crutch. Yeah. That's another story. I had a guy that was like a fucking huge, huge cokehead that I used to work with. Huge yeah. I never really head. fucked with drugs ever.
2: Like it just never really interested me. Yeah.
0: No, alcohol um, is good enough. Yeah. You know,
2: like when I was growing up, my parents had a full bar in the basement of the house. So I think probably that naturally guided me mm. toward. An obscene amount of Jack Daniels. Yes. And then trying to fill the bottle with
0: water. Yeah, no, that, that goes over well. Because your father's never gonna know. No. Never gonna know that his fucking JD was watered down. You know? Not watered down. The water, water. was JD'd a little
2: bit. <laughs> <laughs> Old number seven had a little drop.
0: <laughs> it was fucking clear. Yeah. Good. Um so anyway, real quick, you asked about the socks. Yes. So that roommate leaves. And now I'm thinking this is gonna be fucking great for the rest of the semester. I'm gonna have a room all to myself. Nope, they right. fucking filled that room fast, and they put this this kid in, and he was another fucking weirdo. Uh, I don't remember where he was from. Anyway, um, one of the first interactions that I have with this kid, he tells me he's like, "Hey, bro, uh, you know I'm so and so." What I don't remember this fucking jerk off's name. Um, he's like, "Listen, if you're if you're out, and you ever come back to the room." And you see that there is a sock on the door handle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't open up the door. Because I've been kidnapped. I'm like, what? What does that even mean? Why would you put a sock on the door handle? He's like, uh, he's like I just want to be honest with you. I'm really into porn. Okay. A- and so if you see a sock, it means I'm in here masturbating. I said, dude, if I ever come back to the room and I see a sock on the door, I'm gonna come in and if your dick is in your hand, I'm gonna fucking throw you out the window.
2: Why not just do that in the shower?
0: Why not just do it in the fucking bathroom? Are your beds
2: like like bunk beds or are they no, next no, no no to no
0: them? no the, they were like side by side, you know, like opposite opposite ends of the room. Right.
2: So but, you couldn't just look like even just go into the blanket.
0: If if need and be just
2: stare at you. <laughs> yeah,
0: just make some awkward <laughs> eye contact. Hey buddy, what's up, dude?
2: Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Like, come on. Hey.
0: How <laughs> was class? Can, can you pass me the lube?
2: Sorry, I was just watching I was watching two dudes bang this chick. DVDA, you
0: know? Oh
1: man. <laughs> you got you want any breakfast?
0: <laughs> you got any spit? Uh, I'm over here watching barbed wire. Oh god, nasty! I had a horrible, a fucking horrible experience in college. I don't
2: blame you. Yeah, just horrible. That. Um, well, speaking of masturbation, I guess that brings us to there you go. the reason
0: why we're all here today. Yeah, is fucking <laughs> this is horrible. You're a horrible human. <laughs>
2: I had no, I listen. No, I, you, you were involved. You know, I was there. Yeah. So as i mentioned earlier in this uh, broadcast um oh sorry that's all right i thought you were leaving <laughs> no, yeah i'm done oh <laughs> it, this is all you goodbye uh earlier in this broadcast this very broadcast i had mentioned that uh we kept the apartment very hot now our apartment was for lack of a better term a a wretched hive of scum and villainy for example how did the the Household Celebrate Christmas, you might ask. Mm, that's a good. One. We stayed up until 4 o'clock in the morning with a phone book. Now, for those of you who are too young, you might not know, there used to be a big yellow book of just everyone's phone numbers that had a telephone. And on Christmas night until the morning, the wee hours of December 26th, we would just call random numbers and pretend that we were on uh, a radio show and oh, no. giving people a brand new 2000 Harley Davidson. So it's it's midnight on Christmas night and the phone would ring. Hello? Hey, is this John Abbott? Yes. Who is this? Hey, this is Bob and Steve from WKTF, the only station that really rocks. What? We're just calling to let you know that you, sir, are about to win a 2000 Harley-Davidson Springer Softail Deluxe. Uh, uh, Really? Yeah, all you got to do is answer the following trivia question.
1: Uh, Oh, okay.
2: What is your favorite color? (laughs) Like Monty (laughs) Python. Uh, Green. That's right. You've won. Stay on the line and we'll put you in touch with our sales department to get you that Harley Davidson Springer Softtail. Click.
0: (laughs) Just hang up on them. Oh, it's so dirty. That's how we celebrated Christmas. Wow, that's dirty. I guess it's better than calling random people, pretending you're the police department, and telling them that their spouse is dead. I have done that. Of course you have. Mm.
2: Very bad car accident. Dude, back then it was a lot of fun. Oh, you could wow. get away with shit like that. Yeah, I, they don't have caller ID. Yeah, there's no caller ID. You, know? you think this is funny? I'm calling the cops. I am the cops. <laughs> I am the, the. law. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, for, uh, there were several times where I came home and there would just be people asleep in closets in my in my
0: apartment. Why wouldn't they just be Covered in, the in
2: their own urine. What the fuck happened in your apartment? Debauchery. And there was one such occasion. So as I had mentioned, it was always so hot in the apartment in the winter. Uh, That would cause two things to happen in perpetuity. Number one, the parrot was always molting. There were just feathers everywhere. And number two, our cat was always in heat because we could not afford to get her uh, spayed. So all you would hear- Should
0: have let the raccoon do it. All day.
2: Mm. Just moaning. And she would just drag her little kitty cat vagina on the floor. Ew. So we start spitballing ideas of what we could do for this cat to get her to shut the fuck up. And I came up with, uh, yeah, there you go. Just non, Just would keep going. All day, every day. No stopping. Never. Because in the summer, it was summertime. She was in heat. In the winter, it was fucking summertime in my apartment. She was in heat. Just looking to get fucked. Yes. Just wants to get off. So I remember holding one of... The parrot's name was Bushka. So I was holding one of Bushka's feathers and cataloging in my mind how, how stiff it was. Oh, boy. And I said to my roommate, Don... Hey, you're you're kind of like an animal expert. Do you think uh this feather is stiff enough if we rub it on the cat's um
0: how do you say uh vagina? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We uh, What made Don an animal expert? His because, parents owned oh, a pet they store. had the pet store. Yeah. So he worked in the pet store.
2: Yes, and he was a retard. So I knew he was was uh, so "Do ahead. you think if we rub this on the cat's uh, vagina?" Yes. Uh the cat might be Satisfied and shut the fuck up for a while. Okay. And he's like, let's give it a try. So Don it was Don's cat and Don's parrot. So of from where I'm sitting, Don's I'm not getting involved board. in this at all. Okay. Other than Don, fuck the cat. And Don would come out with a feather and he would start gently rubbing it back and forth like a saw <laughs> in between the cat. <laughs> In between the cat's legs, and the cat would stick her ass up in the air, oh, really sh- enjoy it, like really enjoy it, and just <laughs> and then something would happen. The cat would kind of like <laughs> and she would be quiet for like hours. It was amazing. He, he fucked the cat. Yeah, he would like Artificial, orgasm. The cat would yeah, fucking manually bird manually masturbate. And what when I, I
0: say, say he would, you would. I never, I never did it ever. It, it it really, it's as though the feather was in your hand. No, it's yeah. like the feather was in his hand. No, no, you're I giving, was just you're, pulling the no, strings. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, to a retard. <laughs> yes. So in essence, it's you.
2: But was it? It worked. So in my book, it was a solid idea. Listen, I was the brains of the operation. All right. Wow. wow. We're selling the cigarettes. We're fucking cats. You, you, we're playing just, with raccoons. I was fucking running a tight ship. Unbelievable. While moonlighting as a meat carver at Old Country Buffet. You got a cat off with a bird feather. Don did. But unfortunately, he moved back to Korea and became a hand model.
0: What? Yeah. True story. I had a very strange life. Yes, yes. You've hooked up with a (laughs) bunch of weird motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. The guy became a hand model in Korea. Yeah. Okay. That's strange. So... Uh Uh-huh. It's all out on the table now. Good. We're like an open book.
2: Come here, kitty, kitty. (laughs)
0: Fucking cat and eat. Fighting raccoons. (laughs) Feeding them pepperoni. Socks on doorknobs. What the fuck is going on (sighs) in this episode? Sex cults. Yeah. Fuck, it's so weird.
2: (laughs) All right. So, um... Tune in next week. We'll be back with regular oh, episodes. We'll have some D&D gameplay, some Shadowrun gameplay. Yeah, maybe we'll get
0: to the uh, the giveaway. I brought the fucking pipe Oh, yeah.
2: You want, you want to talk about it? No. Nah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're giving shit away. Yeah, just- Rate us five on the Apple Podcast and or email us uh, gmail.com and tell us why you should be the lucky winner. Uh, pro tip, if you give us suggestions for things to drink and smoke, it might help your chances. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a horrible name. Or, or if like you remind joel. us
0: again that you were one of the first people to comment M- maybe we'll see what happens
2: i got a special prize for people like that uh huh uh huh we're going to have to reach out to used dog. parrot feathers
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy
2: might come with an odd scent ew it's so gross.
1: they're all stuck to the inside of the box very musty yeah.
0: all right so to uh to eagles envy um thanks joel is e- that what it's called? Eagle no, it's sign? called Eagle Rare. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. To uh, Overlook Mountain, dude. Never again. Next time, like Vaseline your crotch. Yeah. Yeah, that'll help. Kind of like what they do with the nipples when they run. run you know, do the same thing.
2: To uh, your friend and his girlfriend, who's still missing from the to Heaven's Gate cult. She's cold.
0: probably well. They're pro- both probably dead. Well, she never existed, and he's he's underground. I'm right. convinced.
2: Uh, and to spinning rims.
0: What the fuck? You had spinning rims? I didn't know. Well neither did I. Is there like a drug dealer reference in Newark? Is
1: that what we're going?
2: Two dice. And pipes.